Hello, Candice. Hey. There you are. I love that your stereo picture has the AirPods. (laughs) Wait, I can hear myself double. Holy moly. Let me see. Yeah, I can see. Let me know. Let me know. What about now? now. What about Yeah, no more. Yeah, no more. Yeah. I love that your your head your picture has the AirPods and my next actually actually has the <laughs> headphones because that's what we use. That's gonna be that's gonna be so cute. It is. I wish I could get lipstick on here. On the I think you can right on the stereo. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah, once you start playing with them. Wait, does it know? Does it see our face? Because my eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Wait, does it? You know, my mouth. I think it does because every time I talk, my mouth moves. I think it's looking at our face. That's so creepy. Yeah, look, I moved my eyebrows up and it moved up. Oh, hell no. That's super creepy. Look, I moved my head. Same thing. <laughs> All right. It's 31 minutes in. Let's do this. <clears throat> Yes. Hello, Revergens, and welcome to Revergenize, the after show, um, the weekly gig where we bring you all the bonus takes, scoops, and questions on yeah. the latest episode of the HBO Max series, and just like that, another Sex in the City story. I am Jay, and here with me is my fantabulous co-host, Candace. and today <laughs> we're going deeper into season one. Episode seven. Yes, I am so excited to talk about this. Um, especially because I've been under the impression that as the episodes go on, I'm going to really start liking them. And that is not a fact. That is not true. <laughs> it, I'm just going to put it out there. It's not true at all. Um, I have all these high hopes. And then it gets here and I'm like, Jane, so what the f- did I just watch? Like, what I did I just watch? So, I am excited to talk about a lot of it because, as always, I have a lot to say. And um, I'm going to get into it already because you know what? I've been before letting you we get into on Twitter. It, before we get into it, I'm sorry to cut you off. I do want to say a shout-out to Jamika Carter. You are a real yes. one. We've been, we've been seeing you on Twitter. We've been seeing you on Stereo. We've been seeing you on the podcast, girl. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. And thank you, Steph, thank for listening. And I hope you enjoy and continue listening. Go ahead, Candace. Sorry. No, 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 no. I also want to say thank you to all of our fans. Like, we actually have fans, Jay. Can you believe ah! this? Like, we have people who <laughs> legit get on Twitter, all right, to talk to us and yeah. follow us on these platforms. So I am, like, extremely grateful. I love going back and forth with you guys. I love starting shit on Twitter. I just live for all of this. So a million, million thanks to Jamika, to Stephanie, to Heather, to all of these other people that I'm seeing all over Twitter and on the Apple Podcast and on Instagram. Yes. So I am ready. When you are ready, I'm going to lay it so- on you. Wait, when you tell me that you've been having hopes of enjoying it more and more, what does that mean? What, what's been going on? What's the, what's, the, what's the trauma? Talk to me. Okay, so the trauma is, oh my goodness, I just feel like, <laughs> no, you know what it is? I feel like I come up here and I talk all this nonsense and like my hopes of becoming a writer is forever going to be shot because they're going to be like, there's that B who always talks all this shit. 
love how I just blocked out the B word and said the S word anyway. So <laughs> I just can't. I fix it, Father. I just can't with the writing on this show. I oh, can't. Man. I come in yeah. all the time and I'm like, okay, it's a different director, person directing. It's a different writer. I'm all here for it. And Jay, you want to know something? The joke is on us. Because after Michael Patrick King did the first, I want to say, two episodes, we were like, oh, yeah, it's going to take a different direction because he didn't write these episodes. The joke is <sighs> on us. I know. And you know what the thing with that is? <laughs> I, I, I will say the Cynthia Nixon episode with this, this last one, I believe it was, I, I yeah. did have a better enjoyment to it. However, Same. yeah, we, we literally joked ourselves on that one because after Michael Patrick King's first three episodes, four and, and, and four and five kind of just didn't really meet the mark. And I don't know what it is going on over there in the writer's uh, room, but I don't know. You got to bring it. You got to bring it on these last three episodes because you're not doing it. Hello. I'm so waiting for this. And I think that's one of the reasons why sometimes I'm just like a little turned off along with like. 90% of the fans of and just like that on Twitter. Twitter is ruthless, yes. by the way. I just thought Twitter, Twitter is a straight savage. Oh yeah, Instagram too. Everywhere like, because it's not just the uh, the whole entire series right now has a rating and popularity of negative numbers. I was looking at the popularity like all over the rankings and it's like negative 26 on popularity. I was like, how <laughs> is this even possible like how did sex in the city go down there well that's because and i gotta say it i always gotta bring some fashion into all of this patricia field decided that she wants to do emily in paris and you want to know something boo that's great good for you i see you you're winning however we are suffering okay because with the exception of charlotte's fabulous louis vuitton collection on this show oh ltw's attire the fashion is really not there. Although I do got to say, Miranda's looking fabulous. But aside from that, it's not the same. Then, of course, Samantha, justice for Samantha, she Aww. is not on this show. So that's another one. Then, of course, the writing, because, of course, we, like, jump through 10 years, no backstory, no anything. All of a sudden, Miranda's depressed. All of a sudden, she hates Steve. All of a sudden, <laughs> the episode on the Brooklyn Bridge... Did not happen, okay? And you want me to undo 10 goddamn years of all of these, not even 10, I'm sorry, 23 to be exact. No, how, Sway? That's what's happening. I feel like there are a lot of questions with the timeline. And not only did they take 10 years from us from one act to the other, they just took literally three months from us from one episode to another. So Lord knows... Lord knows when this damn finale is going to take over. They're going to be like, the finale is 2029. And, and everything's going to be a whole future situation. Uh, Michael Patrick King, get your shit together because we're coming from you. Also, I am waiting on the call to my girl Candace. She is waiting to get called into that writer's room. Because let me tell you right now, I'll say it on this day, on this moment. You call my girl Candace, that show is going to skyrocket up to popularity. You're not going to be that's in the negative numbers, saying. honey. You're going to take over the television. And that's to what I got to say. That's it. Loyal yes. since 1998. Hashtag Candace since 
1998 since the beginning. Who Let better? me tell you, the reason that I love doing this podcast so much is because not only do, not only do I love listening to Candace, but I love that she is so <laughs> obsessed with the show. She is so obsessed with the Sex and the City story that she knows every single moment that's ever happened with it. And listening to Candace talk about Sex and the City is a joy. So when you guys listen to I this try. podcast, you know that she's bringing you the real, real. She's bringing you the real fannery. And I love Nothing but the real deal. So production, so you're the best. call my girl. Call my girl. You're the best. Candace, you're the best. I loved listening to our last episode. And with all of that we had to say on the Reversionized podcast, there were still some questions. And that's why we have the after show. We yeah. have the after show to bring you the bonus takes. We're going to bring you the questions and the scoops that we have that we didn't have time to give you on the show. And this is why we are here. And Candice, yeah. I have some questions for you. Lay and the on first me big question I have for you is a question that so many people are asking online so many people are asking on the forums people are tweeting us about it they're commenting and this is where is Steve my poor Steve all right all right so everybody listening in and whoever's gonna listen afterwards hashtag justice for Steve please because Steve right now is suffering the writers have Zero idea what they're doing. They've whisked him away. He is signed on for, I want to say, three episodes because you guys know I did my research on IMDb. <laughs> he is signed on for three episodes. Okay, you want to know something? It might be a little more. Either way, where is he? Not only did they manage to kill him off while he's still breathing, but now he gets no airtime. I'm really upset. He's a geriatric. Of a sudden, he's deaf. I mean, I'm telling you, the next episode, he's gonna be in the bed. He's gonna oh, be bedroom. No, I don't want to see telling that. You, I'm telling you, no. You know what I think is gonna happen? I think Steve is going to move out. I said it. I said it. Ooh. You know, I'm good at these things. My spider. Those are some tough words, Candace. They're tough, and I and I'm not here for it. And I gotta tell you that if Steve moves out and him and Miranda break up. I am going to rewrite that letter to Michael Patrick King and I am restarting all of the shit that I was saying. Girl, I will co-sign it. That's it. I don't know where Steve is. That's a very good question. I have zero clue. Um, he's not even in the background. He's nowhere at home. Miranda's out here living her best life in Shay's DMs, like the only groupie. And Steve is nowhere to be found. He's not even mentioned. In fact, we've seen more of Louisa than we've seen of Steve and I'm not here for it. I'm extremely upset. I absolutely, I, I'm taking everything you're throwing because there, the question is kind of like flying over our heads. And with every single scene that we watch, it's sort of like this, I don't know. Okay, I told you a, a couple of weeks ago that I was listening into the Writer's Room podcast for the first time. And I will say yeah. this, and I will say this publicly. I did not enjoy the writers. I did not enjoy listening to the writers talk about the show. I do not enjoy the dynamic that they had. The way that they were talking about writing each episode was very careless, was very <laughs> casual. I, re I remember one of them talking talking about, I think it was Michael Patrick King, but one of them was talking about, oh, I watched the last, I, I read the last episode, and from reading it, I thought that she could do this new thing in the next episode. I was like, 
Are you fucking kidding me? Are you saying that <laughs> because you read the last script, now you know what to do about this one? Like, you're just last minute scrapbooking the shit out of and just like that. The fans are telling you what they think. We're telling you what we think. I feel more and more enraged whenever the, the <laughs> narrative just spin out of the Sex in the City wheelhouse. And like I said, like we've been telling you from episode one up to this day, we're going to bring you the real take. Whether we like it That's or it. not, we are real yep. fans. We're going to bring it to you like it is. And when it comes to Steve, Candace, last we took off, Steve was basically back home and Miranda was flying over to Abu Dhabi. But a little bit before that, we were seeing them run to each other on the Brooklyn Bridge to declare each yep. other's love and the and the promise, make that unspoken promise that they were going to put everything it took to make sure that they work on their marriage and be able to thrive in this relationship and make a family work because it's what both of them wanted. And so fast forwarding to today where we're seeing Steve in the background to Miranda, in the background of the relationship to where he doesn't really have a space in this home anymore. We It leaves no. us not just with questions, but it leaves us enraged because we can't come up with our own narrative about it. So where are they going with this? I'm going to have to start writing like fan fiction. Like, Trisha, I'm going to have to start writing fan fiction. Girl, I will produce it. it. I will produce <laughs> it. No questions asked. No questions asked. I'm going to see what other way I can spin this because it's almost as if it never happened. And it's like, wait a minute. I can never get those tears back. Like, I sat there in that movie theater, all right? And we're not even going to discuss the writing on those movies because those movies were not that great either. But on one of the rawest parts of the entire film, okay, I sat there and I cried. I cried like a baby because I was so here for Miranda and Steve. You didn't get better than Miranda and Steve. Okay, yeah, you had Charlotte and Harry, but this is Miranda and Steve, bro. Miranda yeah. and Steve, okay? A lazy ovary and one ball, and they made a beautiful baby named Brady. How do you break yes. that apart? How do you tear that entire family apart? I'm not here. It just did not happen. So I need them to figure this out, and I need whoever's listening to the writer's room I need them to come with the facts, come with the real, real. Like, let's call a spade a spade. It's 2022. You don't like it. Let them know you don't like it. I'm sure they're going to listen in. And to be quite honest, they can do some retakes. They can do retakes retakes for Chris Noth. They can do retakes for Steve. Like, add him into a few scenes. Like, we need him. And you're in the middle. I get it. You're in the middle of airing. I understand how productions work. I've worked in many productions as a PA. The thing with this is you do have the time to fix the problem as we're going along with it. And the thing is, with the next three episodes coming up, you do have that close of the arch. And with that close of the arch, you are going to determine and tell the fans whether they should be watching for next season or not. And these three episodes are going to determine that for the rest of the series. People are going to either nix it and say, this is not worth watching, or they're going to say, you know what? I'm going to wait till the next season and watch. And just so you're listening, Candace and I are going to be watching. We're going to be here for season two, regardless of how we feel (laughs) about it. But we want to make sure that we bring you the real, real. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's very upsetting to see um, where they're putting Steve. I personally am a Steve fan. I love the relationship that Miranda and Steve have had because... With Carrie and Big, um, there was this perfection that was unachievable. And with Charlotte and Harry, there was this 
this sort of like sideways relationship. It was sort of like, oh, this the friend that we see on the relationship. But with Miranda and Steve, it was very much, that's the type of relationship that I can see myself in. They're so imperfect, Correct. but perfectly, perfectly not right. And that's what perfectly we enjoyed about it. Yes, right there, perfectly imperfect. perfect. And that's what we enjoyed watching about it. And we kind of were able to put ourselves on Steve or Miranda's shoes and say, you know what, if I make this mistake and the relationship is worth it, I'm going to work this hard to repair it. And so I do not think that this this was the way to go about it. But we're going to go a little bit deeper into it because as we promised on the episode, we are breaking down all of the current relationships of and just like that. We're going to give you yes. our full take on them in just yes. a bit. Miranda, um, I was going to call you Miranda. Candace, <laughs> I have another question. And that question is, will we see Gloria back? Yes. I am telling you guys, absolutely take it from me. Absolutely. And uh, okay, here's the thing too, because I cheated. Of course, I went on IMDb Ooh. and she signed on for six episodes, right? Uh, and so in yes. my head, I'm like, she signed on for six episodes. I've only seen her in two, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's only three more left, so whatever. Um, two plus three is five, but whatever. So anyway, <laughs> say though, I'm here for it because I'm telling you, she knows more than what she's letting on. I am always right about these things. There is going to be a huge twist. And I know that she's coming back. She is coming back with Gusto. She so is. She so is. And if she's I, not, I'm going to have I a can hear that. IMDb. Yeah, no, I can she hear is. that. Oh, but it's also important to add, remember, we, we, even as we just mentioned, there were being retakes done because of the, mm-hmm. the Chris Knopf. And this is us assuming, right? Because uh, we just couldn't think of another reason why there would be um, reshooting scenes or or filming uh, so late into the game when they were about to Correct. to um, to you know play the uh, start playing the episodes, but I feel like they could have made the decision to maybe cut some scenes that she would have been in, yeah. and that's why she didn't appear as much. But maybe they You're were right. trying to steer away from the John James Preston narrative and kind of sprinkle some things here and there because. It's not a secret that they are very much last minute scrapbooking things. Yes, so they are a lot of this last minute um, put togethers that they're gluing uh, to, to, onto us it could be because of what they had to take out. Is that a possibility? Yeah. No, I, I think so. I think so because I already had like my suspicions about her before a lot of the Chris North allegations, and now with the Chris North allegations. I'm pretty sure that they're, like you were saying, just doing a lot of things last minute. So I think that there's so many changes happening. And the only way that we're really going to tell is just by finding out. It's just by being patient and waiting. But I am so sure that this is not the last of her. And, And let me tell you something. If this is the last of her, it's only because the writers are hating on what I have to say. And they decided that they want to scrap it because they don't want to be right. Well, no, um, yesterday, I believe there was an article on MSN or, or uh, one of the, I think it was Showbiz or MSN that was saying that the Chris Knopf scenes were actually scrapped last minute um, due yeah, to the sexual assault all the allegations mm-hmm. because he was supposed to have scenes in the finale. And even though the rumors had sparked, you actually broke them a few episodes ago 
but um, they, it was actually confirmed yesterday. And so reading it, it kind of brought me back to, okay, they scrapped so many scenes from Big. I wonder what else could they have scrapped? Because they would probably yeah. try to stitch yeah. together all of the questions of, well, what was Natasha's place into all this? How, what does oh, Gloria really know? Um, what was Big doing when he wasn't near Carrie? So I think all those questions might have Cheating. been what would have brought him back. <laughs> but um, <laughs> them having the, those uh, scenes come from the finale might have just been, you know, what had them like, you know, like kind of scouting for what they were going to do next. So that could have mean that yeah. Gloria lost her space as well into some of yeah. these episodes. I'm probably... Probably, but I like my theory better that if she's not, it's just because they're hating on me. <laughs> I, I am with you. I completely agree. And I bet that if you were in there, I bet that you would write a fucking fantastic finale because if you don't give us that, regardless of what you had to cut out, you are doing us a disservice. And I feel like that's been yes. the word of the season, disservice. Yeah. Because service. you are what you are doing to the show, you're doing it to us. And I wish that we were enjoying this more, but honestly, we really are not. We're not. And and I feel like you can change that for us with season, the episode seven, eight, and, seven, eight, nine, and ten, right? I mean, here's hoping. Well, you already know what I'm going to say. If Aiden is back on the show, everything is forgiven, right? Like, that's all it takes for me. Oh At least, if you're gonna give and me that's just Candace drink. saying that. I would like to point out that that's just Candace saying that. I just, do not co-sign just, that statement. <laughs> just bring him back and make me feel better. Put me out of my misery already. Hey, that would be a nice bit, regardless of whatever it is. It will bring something more. It will bring something more interesting into it. I mean, throwing Aiden into the mix in the absence of Big might be a little bit of a. Well, we're we'll still bringing you a boom. So I'll hey, I'll take that. You know what? I'm not gonna hate seeing him again if if it's going to up in the quality of what we're watching. That's what yeah, I meant okay. to say. Um, <laughs> I know, right? So full of shit. Um, completely. Yeah, I do. I I was interested in hearing those conversations of Gloria, and I'm sad that we might not get them. But um, I still feel there's a beautiful production way to bring it. And if yeah. they are able to put each other together in a room, because also the the writers, uh, the way they talk to each other is sort of like they're meeting for the first time when they're <laughs> getting into the writer's room. They and I'm probably like, how are. are you? Yeah, but Kenneth, how are you going into a writer's room, meeting someone for the first time when you're supposed to write an episode for such an enormous show for HBO? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That is such an irresponsibility. Like, I feel like if that's the case, then then let the fans write it. Ask us what we want to watch. Oh, seriously. I mean, listen, Twitter alone, I have episodes galore just based off of comments on Twitter and things from my own head. We got this. The whole Twitter community and us got this. I agree. I absolutely agree. I, I feel like there's a more responsible way of doing it. And for you guys who have not listened to the Writer's Room podcast, first of all, I don't recommend it. Don't listen to it. It is what it is. Listen to this one. <laughs> then you will enjoy listening to this recap better than you will the Writer's Room. However, when you listen to them, they sound like 200-year-old people who are still able to move the pen and be like... I'm gonna write about <laughs> Carrie because she's still alive and I'm gonna do and it's like what 
are you do and they don't care to hide it because when you're when you're <laughs> listening to them they're like oh yeah you know when when i heard that she had back a pain i wrote in that she needed surgery literally the writer <laughs> literally said that and i'm on my way to work listening to like you fucking bitch like how dare you damage the fabric that is sex in the city in this way but hey like i said <laughs> we are prisoners of the show so we're listening regardless we no are locked one knows in. what they're doing at all oh, i love it I'm, I'm you know what i'm almost getting amusement from this from the fact that it's so bad because literally we all get together <laughs> No, we literally all get together every single week. And on Twitter, we're just like, yo, bro, what <laughs> yes! the fuck just happened? Yes. Like, every week is disappointment after disappointment. I'm saying memes after memes, tweets after tweets. Like, honestly, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying. I'm here for all of this because literally, I'm stressed. I am yeah, stressed. I'm with you. Think- <laughs> I'm like, what am I going to recap? What am I going to say? I don't even want to write anything anymore. I don't want to take no notes for Thursday. <laughs> right? I don't want to do none of that. Jay, you lead it and I'll just chime in. I know. I'm, I'm going to be no good. I don't know what I'm watching. Hey, I am here Literally. for that. I love, I love, whether we enjoy the episode or not, I love listening to us <laughs> retake the, recap the show because we, uh, if anything, I'm enjoying our podcast even more than watching the show. So, Stay tuned. We're going to continue to bring you the recaps, and we hope you enjoy them. And with all of that, I have one more question. And this question goes into so many other spaces of And Just Like That and Sex in the City because it's a question that kind of broadens what's been going on. It's going to stitch this current story to the past story. And that is what is going on with Miranda? But you know what? Let me rephrase that. What is really going on with Miranda? Oh, you was going to kill me for a minute. I thought you were going to say, what is going on with Rambo? I was going to die. No, 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 girl. I am not on that boat. I am not in that Yes, Yes, no. And you know what? I think her name was shout out to Big Toes or Lisa Toes on Twitter because she posted the funniest thing. She, She posted this meme of like this woman basically taking a TV off the wall like just flipping it and she said if I have to hear about Miranda's alter ego Rambo one more time that is how I feel you cannot <laughs> call this woman Rambo no literally because I'm I'm literally ready to turn into She-Hulk every time I hear Rambo I don't like it I don't agree with it I know you guys want to stay hip fresh woke whatever whatever you were trying to do for 2021 2022 it is not happening it is not working it is not going to happen. It's not fetch. It's just not. I'm not here for it. So anyways, aside from that rant, to bring it back, <laughs> to bring it back, Miranda, I have no idea what's going on with her. On one end, I want to say it's a midlife crisis, right? Fine. On another end, I want to say she's depressed. Fine. But you know, we all go through midlife crisis. We all go through depression. We handle it the right way. We drink some wine, Right. We eat our hearts out. We might do a few, you know, reckless things here or there. But um, this is beyond reckless. I don't know what's happening. She's throwing her entire marriage away. And she does not care. She literally picked up her phone while she was doing laundry. And she decided, like a groupie, to slide into Shay's DM. Why? 
what is going on, Miranda? And the thing yeah. is, she doesn't know what's going on. She has no idea if she's coming I away. agree. But, but for someone to not know what's going on, she is so adamant about destroying what she does know, right? Like, she knows she has a marriage. She knows that she loves... Well, who knows? I can't even say she loves him anymore, right? She because has that might all have to. been a lie. She ha- Come on. She has well, the way to. that they're writing her, that might have all been a lie. It might have all been a figment of our imagination for 23 years, right? Oh so anyways, my. she doesn't know. And I really love when Charlotte was like, what are you doing? She doesn't know if she's gay. She doesn't know if she's straight. She doesn't know if she's bi. And you know what? To many, to an extent, I understand that, right? Because, you know, I have heard people say, you know, they feel confused. They feel whatever it is that they feel. I don't know, right? So I get that this is new feelings for her. Maybe they've always been there and she just didn't know how to deal with them. I'm not sure. But one thing I am certain about is the writers have no fucking idea. They're yeah. Not even sure. But you know what, They're Candace, not even sure. on top of that, the question goes even further back because there have been, we've been, we've addressed the Miranda sexuality conversation before. We've, we've seen Miranda go on this exploration of, well, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm surrounded by this environment. Am I? And we figured out that she's not. So I think that, that, that storyline was, sort of in a way concluded like we kind of saw the close of that timeline the, of that storyline we there was no need to for us to see it again regardless I of guess that so regardless of that it's it's a matter of i understand writing this in like we said they're they're pushing for a forced uber wokeness which is very cringy to watch it's not yeah. what it's not the show is not woke let's start there the show is not woke and you can tell you can tell that these are very much older writers aiming for this millennial wokeness, which is not yeah. hitting the mark, and it feels very forced. That being said, Miranda is a married woman, and I am not judging anyone for what they do in their marriage, but we have gotten Same. to know Miranda. I am here to judge Miranda. I can say that this is not what we wanted to see out of her, and regardless of the cheating, because it is cheating, we can, I said we're not going to breeze uh, uh, out of this uh, word moving forward. It's the fact that we have gotten to know Miranda, and this is not the Miranda that we've gotten to know and love. And so seeing her act in such a out-of-herself character, it does not bring us comfort in watching it. So I do hope that they listen to everything that people are saying, because people are going off on Twitter, mama. People are going off, and they are letting them know that we are not going to take this and you better give us Miranda back. So hopefully Miranda learns some sort of lesson, comes to some sort of realization out of this and is able to learn that she is in a marriage that is worth saving just as she's known for so long. And not just for Steve and not just for Brady, but for herself. She's not. She's not. She's not. She's not. She, listen, I'm with you if you don't know your next moves in life. I get it. Everybody's been there. You know, you wake up, you feel a change. You want to change your environment. You might want to change your lover. I'm here. I'm not judging that. I'm here. I get it. But like you said, Miranda, this is the, this, that's not Miranda, right? And I get it that times have changed and that's what they keep forcing on us. Time has changed. Time has changed. Time has changed. It's just that it's not organic. We cannot just assume after 10 years with no backstory no nothing, no history, no anything, that Miranda all of a sudden is not in love with her marriage and, you know, she wants to be with someone else. 
that that's just not it you know yeah. and, but but what i will say is that's what we're gonna see that's exactly what we're gonna see get ready for it everyone listening whoever's gonna listen to this after, really you I'm think that you, yes i know it i know oh. it steve steve is leaving that house and he might even take brady with him Oh my god, I just got goosebumps. I don't want to watch that. I do not want to see that. Oh, that would be terrifying to watch because I came into this thinking that, yes, if anyone, we, we were going to see Big die. I think us, uh, those who of us who have been fans for a while knew this, but come on, Harry and Steve need to be a part of this. I mean, we all, we've already lost Stanford. We've already lost Willie Garson from the production. I feel like don't give us more loss. Don't don't put us in a place where we have to mourn any more characters. And us having to mourn that relationship between Miranda and 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 Steve is not what we want to see. That's not it. So I feel like putting us in this position is is very shitty of you for the production team. I feel it like is. you guys need to do some some more work into where this is going because. I, we don't want to be sitting in this place. This is just not what we want to see. And then to your point as to, yes, they want to bring the change and how people uh, develop and all that. Yes, I agree with you because after not giving us a backstory for 10 years, you can't just place us in a spot where everything is different. Change does happen yeah. in people. People do change with time, but that doesn't mean they become an entirely different person. This is not, this is no longer Miranda. That's what, that's what we have been telling the writers from day one. This Miranda that we're watching is not Miranda. And yes, we would have accept change, but the fact that she is not Miranda is not something that we're willing to just take and run along with it. Right. And it doesn't, it doesn't flow well, right? Like, and I think that's why it's so easy for us to accept rock. I love rock. And I know there's a few people Absolutely. on Twitter who, who are like, no, her name is Rose. No, their name is Rock. Yes. That's what they are. That's what we're going to call them. They're Rock. But it works because when we last saw Rock, she was a toddler. You understand? So, you know, they don't need to explain so much things to us, right? Because she was a toddler. We didn't really know. She wasn't even speaking. She was literally screaming, right? Yeah. And then they gave us a little bit of the story. Like, oh, when she was six, she wanted to be a dog, right? So they're telling us that she's very, she's always been ambitious and she's self-assured and all that. That makes sense. I get it. It flows. This Miranda out of nowhere does not flow. And that's why, because I know people were debating this on Twitter, but I want to say, in my opinion, I think that's why it's easier to accept Rock versus. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like I, I, there was a way to introduce change into this series and it could have been from outside in. It didn't have to be from the core of the series, which are the three girls. Yeah. I feel like you could have given us change from outside. I feel like um, Seema, Lisa, and Naya would have been a perfect tool to bring us all these new concepts, all these Ooh. millennial topics. That would have been beautiful to watch. But do not mess with the fabric of what we are watching and what we know and love. Like because then you're just creating something different and forcing us to accept it as something that we've already known. And I don't think I from I hope they're reading the tweets. I hope they're listening to the to the content because what we're telling them is fix it and fix it now because you've just started and we don't want to go down this road. No, we don't. 
Um, so just as we promised you on our episode of Revergenize, which I hope you all are listening on Spotify wow. and Apple Podcasts and anywhere you get your podcasts, we are breaking down and dissecting all of the show's couples, all of the couples that have survived up to this day and all the couples that we've gotten to know since episode <laughs> one and maybe from a little bit before. So we are here to go one by one on what these couples are mean to us and if we enjoy them, if we like them, if we hate them, what we think and what we might not think about them. First couple up, Candice, it is, of course, obviously, Carrie and John James Preston. Never meant for each other. I am so glad that they're not together. Damn, girl! Listen, Damn! Listen, loop me, loop listen, me up! Listen, oh. I said it, and if you guys are on Reddit, I have said it, and I have said it, and I said <laughs> I said what I said. Carrie and Big were never meant to be with each other, okay? They settled for one another, and in reality, I, I do tend to think that Big actually settled for Carrie, Carrie really, 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 Yeesh. really loved Big, but I don't, that, that dynamic was never going to work for me, in my opinion. Do I think that there was love there? Yes. Do I think yeah. there was a lot of great love or fully in love? I am not so sure. I think it was almost always one-sided. And to be quite honest with you, I love Big, so I know that's really, you know, people get tripped up when I say that because I love Big, but I love Big on his own. Right? Like, I love Big on his own. I love Big with Natasha. I love Big with someone else. I love him when he was messing with her. He was great drama to bring into the show. But for her, no, I don't see it. I don't see it. And, and, and you know, I'm a diehard fan, so I dissect everything. I overthink everything. I overanalyze everything. If you really want to go into the nitty-gritty, Carrie from season one has always changed who she was for Big. She has Ooh. always conformed to Big. Even in the first movie, she said, I didn't know that marriage was even an option. Ugh. And my thing is, she did want to get married to Big, but she changed what she did want because you know she didn't what? know if it was an option. I think it was because when, when Mr. Big, when, when John was Mr. Big, and he was this unreachable, unattainable a shiny, beautiful object. I think it looked pretty for her. I think to her yes. it was, I want that thing that I can't have. And I feel Absolutely. like as the story developed, we enjoyed watching the the back and forth in the chase because it was sort of like, well, how is this girl going to get a guy like that? And it made right. it interesting. It was intriguing for us to watch. And I feel like once they made it so that the character that she chased actually got what she wanted I feel like that's when the story they kind of lost what they would do with it afterwards and that's when even though the show closed with them being together I think once they got to the movies they were like well they're married what can we do oh let's send them to (laughs) Mexico let's get her jilted at the wedding let's send them to Abu Dhabi and they had to introduce all these other concepts because the 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 topic of Carrie and Big were just not enough to fill any more stories. So I feel like where no. they were at, they kind of like had to like look for external concepts to fill it. And I absolutely agree with you. I think that 
it was just not meant to be. But because they forced it so much and they made it happen in the way that they did, it kind of left us with this, what we're getting right now. And yeah, it was what it was. I feel like John's yeah. death, it, it kind of culminated the, con- the, the, the chapter. And so give us something new. You know what I mean? Give us something Correct. better. And along with Carrie and John sits at the table, Miranda and Steve. They're I mean, what water. do we even say? What do I don't even think Steve knows? Steve doesn't even know. A minute, a minute of silence. A minute of silence for Miranda and Steve. Yes, a whole minute. Not a moment. Not a moment, but a minute. Oh my god. And the, the messed up part is Steve has zero clue, zero idea. And you want to know something? Other than Samantha, my girl, um, you know, who bought the steam, Steve and Miranda bought that steam, man. Like, they were always passionate. They were always on top of the game. They were a steamy couple. And now he's deaf. I mean, next thing you know, he's almost oh going to be blind. Right? Oh, no. No, I mean, it is what it is. Next thing you know, he's going to be partially blind. I'm telling you, he's not going to be here no more. He's just oh, not. He, no. I hope they don't they give him a, a Mr. Big story. No, I don't think. Well, see, here's the thing. I don't think they're going to give us any more funerals, right? Like deaths. No, don't do but it. He, but he's dead to the show. Right? Like, he's dead to the show. There's no more. Damn it. He's completely dead to the show. So, I don't even know what to say there because... I'm telling you, that couple, that couple had charisma, that couple had spunk, that couple had passion. They had everything, like, steamy, steamy, really passionate sex. But you know what? That's it. I mean, you know, now, now she has Shay. You know, she yeah. has Yeah, well, no, 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 don't even go there, girl. She don't got <laughs> nobody. And, the, and, and yes, I am with you. I'm, I'm, I will subscribe to that because the, the, the baseline of what Miranda and Steve gave us was exactly what that show needed at the time. I feel like once they kind of said that we're going to go in a different route, they kind of said, fuck this relationship and we're going to do whatever we want with it. And I feel like we could have been in a better position to where there, there was so much to write with um, Steve and Miranda. There was so much to add to this. And also I want to say <laughs> someone posted this on Twitter uh, very recently, and they were like, "Well, now that Magda's gone, and Miranda has to do the cleaning and the cooking and everything else, <laughs> she's figuring out she doesn't want to be in this marriage." Of course, I it was hilarious, but it, it kind Poor of—I I wouldn't put it too far from reality. I feel like, in a way, I don't think Miranda was ever uh, selfish to the to the point of neglect. I feel like Miranda had this selfishness to where she was ambitious and she had the yes. selfishness of, yes. I'm going to make myself happen so that the people that are in my life can kind of have that for themselves. And yes. this Miranda that we're watching now is not that. This Miranda yes. is very much, I am going to enjoy what is brought onto me right now so that I can have a good time and whatever comes out of it, I'm just going to embrace it. And this, this is, is just not her. Yolo Miranda. Like, literally, Ooh. this is you only live once. I'm 56. 56. Can we just take a moment to digest that? Well, she's that beautiful. I'll, just, she's I'll hate her just for how good she, she looks, girl. She is gorgeous. <laughs> but, ma'am, you have several seats. You are 56. Shay is Shay, 
right? Like, I, I, yeah. I don't know. Shay is Shay. And she, Shay right? will be Shay with whoever. Who With whoever. And you know what's so funny? I don't see Shay really settling down for her. Shay Girl, has a bunch of... Shay, no. Shay has a bunch of Rambos and Winnie the Poohs and Tiggers. Like, Shay got everything under the sun. Yeah. I already know. Um, but I... I'm 56. But yeah, no. And you know, I have to say, if Magda was alive... You bet your ass, Brady would not be having sex in that house. Oh, I'll girl, Magda would be I'll chasing go. that that little girl Louisa with a fucking broom out of the house. Her with the Bible, absolutely, and, and the Virgin Mary, bro. And it like, would have made me fall more in love with Magda than with Miranda. But oh. I am here for that because I, I'm I'm very much in the schoolhouse of whatever's going on right now. Yes, she is learning another side of herself, but. I cannot see her leaving Steve and Shay being like, oh my God, let's have a life together. No, Never. what the fuck is going to happen is she's going <laughs> to divorce Steve and Shay's going to be like, bitch, why the fuck did you do that? Who the yeah. fuck are you? New number, who this? And That's it's it. going to leave her just like fucking Carrie was at the fucking altar. And then she's just yes. going to be lost and not going to know what to do. And at this point, it. it's going to be her fault. Isn't yes, it her fault for it. messing everything beautiful that happened to her in the last few years? Because she has no right at any point in time destroying what she's built for so long. She has a right to work for it right now and put some energy and time into it. That's what the fuck she should be doing. That's all she should be doing. That's her only I goal. Like, agree. Mama, you are 56. <coughs> Get your shit together. Because all Shay is going to do is say, Rambo, relax. Yeah. I'm gonna shotgun you one last time. Don't call me again. Just like you said, your number. And call her a fucking Uber. Yeah. <laughs> um, so of course we cannot leave out, even though they're very outleavable. Charlotte and Harry. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. I just want to say this. I just want to say this. Ooh. After the new, you know, Charlotte's. I, I've always loved Charlotte, even though she was prudish and she was a little stuck up. But I always mm-hmm. loved her, right? You know? Um, the whole Christian thing. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, after the new promo for next for tomorrow's episode, which yes! I just saying up for free. I am loving it. Yes, Charlotte. Women have helped. And you know, I'm not always, I, I'm partly a feminist, but not really in a way. But I love that women always have to apologize. So sorry, not sorry. Yes, Charlotte. You let your husband know, bro. Let him know. Like, whatever the Golden Blocks are doing right now, I am loving it. So we, listen, we got to talk them up. We got to give them their pop yeah. the I am actually loving Harry and Charlotte. I am with you there. I feel like once I saw, because if you guys go back to the episode that we, that we, the last episode that we published, I did say Charlotte and Harry didn't have a space in the couple situation. And here comes, and just like that, giving us a trailer that puts Harry and Charlotte back into the game. They give us back a a conversation. And you can see that there's tension in there. And I feel like they're going to give us something to talk about. So I was actually pleased. I I was like, okay, bring back the Harry and Charlotte situation. I feel like they're in a space where they're raising these teenage girls and these teenage children right these teenage kids and they're they're kind of embracing whatever life has to throw at them 
I think Charlotte is always going to be at the core Charlotte. I feel like this show very much is teaching us that Charlotte, if anybody Charlotte has kept to her, she has maintained who she is, even in her changes. She has been the most organically to have grown and evolved and learned. So I have enjoyed watching Charlotte more than I have enjoyed watching Miranda or Carrie. Oh, hell yeah. and now that we're going to get a little shakeup between Harry and Charlotte, I feel like this might be just what we need to kind of fall in love with them even more. That's exactly what we need. That is exactly what we need. And I'm here for it because I really enjoy when she comes on the screen. It's organic. I love everything she's doing. I love the way she's being so supportive of Rock. I love the way she's just handling her whole housewife life. Like, yeah. yes, Charlotte, you do the damn thing. You are Absolutely. a great mother. Don't let anybody tell you any different. And I'm going to say it. Her and LTW, goals. Friendship goals right there. Friendship well, goals. Because you know Carrie's too selfish. <laughs> Carolyn. Carolyn. Carolyn is not here. <laughs> you did let, not let just call her yes, Caroline. I did. <laughs> Carolyn Marie. Okay. Oh, my God. They fucked us up with that one. Excuse my French. I know. Carolyn really Marie. Did. Like, she is. she has zero cares about what Charlotte's doing. She doesn't care at all about Charlotte. Yeah. She's like, Charlotte, if you open up your mouth one more time, I am going to put these paws on you, bro. Like, yeah. that is all she's saying to Charlotte. Right? She's, she's so, very much an unfriendly friend. And, and, and wait a minute. I have to briefly touch on this. <laughs> Miranda also is not with the shit. Miranda, you are not a good friend. Because when Miranda was talking to Dr. Naya Wallace, who's going on me, at mm-hmm. that restaurant... She was like, yeah, I have a good friend. Oh, good friend. But Girl, then, I almost spit my water. Good, and, but when I was re-watching episode one, when, when Charlotte was introducing her friends to um, LTW, she's like, and these are my best friends. So I'm like, Girl. you know what, Charlotte? I am rooting for you. You stick to your friends. You stick to who you are. None of these people care about you, bro. They are not your friends. You are a good friend, and you are non-existent to Car- Carolyn. Yeah, right? and you know, the crazy thing is, who would have known that Charlotte would have been the character we're rooting for? I don't think that yes. ever happened, except for when she was when she was going after Harry, because we know that that was a that was a tumultuous chase after Harry. She didn't necessarily yeah. love him. It wasn't love <laughs> at first sight. But I feel like besides that story, we hadn't really cheered for, for Charlotte since then. So I think I feel like it's refreshing to kind of be in a spot where I'm cheering for Charlotte. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and I love that you brought her up because our next couple is Mrs. Lisa Todd Wexley and love her. Herbert Wexley. Love her. They are the best couple. Like, I love that they can joke. You know who they were? They were Miranda and Steve. They were Miranda and Steve. I will never forget in the first episode when she was like, oh my God, is that wine? I need some. Because she knew her son was going to suck. Listen, I respect any parent who knows their kid is going to suck at something. And they're not like, oh my God, my kid is the creme de la creme. He's the last Coca-Cola in the desert. No, she was like, oh my goodness, this is not his thing. He's a PlayStation person. He is going to bomb (laughs) this. Okay. He's going to suck. And you know what? I'm just going to have to watch because it's my kid. And so just the interaction with her and her husband, he was like, yo, is that liquor? Like, is that is that something strong? <laughs> right? And they were doing that whole banter back and forth. And yeah. they were having a good time. And they were like, yo, he really sucks. He tanked. 
he bombed. Just that whole exchange, I'm like, this is the couple for me. And then even the way like he was kind of defending her to his mother, right before Charlotte saved the day. Oh yeah. Um, when they were doing his birthday dinner. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, this is a couple that I can enjoy watching. They love each other, they get each other, it's organic. You know, it, it's very much how Stephen Miranda was. There's the last, and even well, yeah, even Harry and Charlotte in a way, but um, but yeah, you know what? I love them. I love. Yeah, them. I think they're like the the. I think they're the refreshed version of these other couples yeah. that we've gotten to know on the show because I I do enjoy the dynamic of the two. They're very organically a couple. Yeah, they're very cat. It's just so casual. It's so natural. And to see them interact with each other is very much like, babe, you know, I got you, you got me, and that's all we need to know, regardless of what happens. I and our kid sucks. I feel, <laughs> I feel like they do know that. I feel like they know. They're like, listen, our kid is bad at this. He wanted to try it. We have the money. Uh, you know, sign him up for it, and let's just sit through it and let my mother hate the whole situation. You know what I mean? I I did enjoy kind of getting that insight into not just their friend circle, but seeing how Herbert kind of lets Lisa handle her relationship with his mother on her own. Because, yes, he will be that guy that be like, Mom, don't, don't cross that line. Cross that. However, he will also be that guy that's like, well, that's your relationship with my mom. You know, you got to do what Correct. you got to do. Have it, Correct. embrace it, enjoy it, fix it, do what you got to do. You're my wife. That's not going to change. And it's so refreshing to see this on the TV because so many times we see the dynamic of I hate my mother-in-law or if you yeah. don't have my mo- if you don't love my mother, we got to break up or right. why, why are you throwing my mother under the bus? It's so many times we see that conflict and here it's very much like you're my wife. I'm your husband. We have this understanding of that's just who my mother is. And hey, we got to live with it. And I, yeah. I, I like this kind of relationship. I enjoy seeing them su- be successful, seeing them thrive, seeing them on top and a black su- successful couple to me is wins to me is like that's how you do it that's how you do the quote-unquote woke right you know what i'm saying like that's how that's how you introduce the diversity and the color right you don't just force it on us and you know i gotta say it you don't do it with that line of the madam alexander and you know i'm still not here for that because at some point People were excited for those damn dolls. I'm never gonna let that go. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. And it needs to be celebrated regardless of what time we're at. Yes, like this whole it's not culturally appropriate. Listen, stop. Not everything, not everything is a, you know, science. Or not everything is, oh my God, you're not being culturally appropriate. No, not everything needs to be politic politically correct. That's and that's the that's what we have to address with these episodes not everything needs to be politically correct because when we go back to sex let's let's just be honest here candace when we go back to the original sex of the city that show did not age well it is not politically correct but they did not give a fuck and with the times that we're at (laughs) there was a way of grabbing that and bringing it here and i feel like in the introduction of lisa and all these outside um, characters coming in bring it to us beautifully and organic but like i said Forcing it upon us with the core characters is not doing it. So seeing Lisa and Herbert do it and doing it so well is what I am cheering for the yes, most. Yes, I'm loving it. I'm here. That, now that now that piece is good writing. Oh that, yes. Just the, the, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Keep writing. Keep writing on top of that writing, and I feel like you're gonna win us over at some point. 
And another <laughs> shut up, Candace. <laughs> another couple that it was brought onto us by this spin-off continuation new story is Dr. Naya Wallace and Andre the artist. She's grown on me because you know, I I wasn't really a big fan of hers. I remember, um, and it just so because you say that, go back to episode one <laughs> where she was like, I don't know. I don't know about this one. Yes, yes, I did. I'm going to eat my words. I'm going to eat it. And, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm mature enough. I'm honest enough to know and to, you know, I, I can call myself out on my own bullshit. You know, I was wrong. Um, I am actually really growing to like her. Um, she's, I do like her relationship with her husband. That's another playful yes. couple that yes. I really do like to see. I love it when they can show couples who are not constantly bickering or fighting, or if they disagree, they can disagree, but still move on to have fun. And, and I have to go back just even a little bit with the LTW when she was like, you know, Charlotte, I have to cancel. Of course, Herbert didn't tell me that I was doing something because he knew. He said, if he told me, I was going to say no. Right. But yeah. I love how that wasn't made a big deal. The same thing with Naya and her husband. They're going out with Frodo Myrtle and, you know, she doesn't really want to do it. You know, she has her little misgivings, but I love that they can talk about that. And it is not a huge, big deal. She may not like it. It may be uncomfortable, but they still find the love in it. And it's not like, oh, well, you know, why did you do this? And why did you sign me up for this? And you should have thought about me. No, no, it's none of that drama. It's I make music and I'm a teacher and let's make love and maybe put a baby in me. And that's that. And I, I am here for that as well. I think, I think. I don't know. There's so many types of dynamics of relationships that you can show. I feel like there's so many ways of showing relationships. And yes, we do see this financially successful couple that is um, Lisa Todd, Wexley, and Herbert. But seeing Dr. Naya Wallace having this very much of a familiar job you know she's the professor it's something that we know it's something that we're familiar with and then seeing Andre who's an artist and and them going through their just organic life and like everyday life it's something that we know and we've seen and, and we we watch every day around us and we some of us live I feel like it's it's sort of a a, a very much natural way of showing us what these relationships can look at in this story. Like I said, yeah. of course, there's these there's these uprisen uh, couples that we've already gotten to know with the story, but I feel like watching Dr. Nia Wallace and Andre and all of their struggles, because this is, like I said, this is not the perfect relationship, but this is no. very much of the perfect story on how to go about these relationships. I yes. feel like this is going to end up, end up giving us back at the end. You know what I mean? We're going to end yeah. up loving it and being attached to it. I think so. And and I like the way that they're doing it. I got to say that's good writing too. And you know, obviously no couple is perfect. There's going to be ups and downs, but I, I just appreciate a piece of television where you see them progressing and moving forward in a positive way. And it's yes. not always the fight because before with sex in the city, one thing wrong and all of a sudden, Oh my God, we got to break up. Right, yeah. like Miranda and Steve used to be going really strong, and mm -hmm. within two to three episodes, all of a sudden, you know, he's watching Scooby Doo, and she's trying to become, you know, a partner, and all of a sudden they need oh to break up, and the God, dog is, you yes. know, like, like it literally <laughs> went from, I'm so excited in my relationship to three things happened, 
and now it's the end of the world. So yeah. I do like this refreshing take on it where show us more of that because that's also the real world, right? The real world also is let's handle this like adults and let's, you know, you know, let's let's move on in a positive note, right? Yeah. Like yeah. we don't always need to break up for something or be so negative all the time. So yes, yes, I'm going to continue yeah. with that. No, I'm with you. And that's a part of the growing up as a relationship because as you, let's just be honest, as we grow up as individuals, we learn that things that might have had such a degree of, of seriousness or importance in our life might no longer have that. And we start shedding kind of like the things that we care about or the things that we care about so much. And we become yeah. these people who are in this space of, you know what? I don't need to deal with that. These are things that I can walk away from. So absolutely that translates into a relationship as the relationship grows and evolves and becomes stronger, you learn that there are things that they're just not that serious. They're just Correct. things that exist and we just kind of have to maneuver the way around it. So I absolutely well like those types of dynamics. All well right. Said. Candace, I loved our freaking talks. I loved yes. us answering these questions. I loved us dissecting these couples. I loved you guys listening. I love doing this podcast. I love listening to my co-host. Yes. I'm in a space where uh, I, I don't know. I feel like a, a season two should come right after season one, like immediately, because I want to continue Same. it. Um, and with that said, I have not talked to Candace about this, but stay tuned to our podcast. We might have yeah. a surprise coming up around episode mm -hmm. nine and episode 10 that we will be announcing to you guys. And that's going to be a surprise to Candace as well. Um, <laughs> I am, I'm very excited about it. I cannot wait to talk to her about it. And if she, for her to talk to you guys about it, um, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank I you. hope that you guys continue to be subscribed to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We will be on many other platforms very soon. Um, continue to tune in. Continue to tweet at us at reverginized underscore FP to tell us exactly what you think. If you hate us, tell us that you hate us. If you love yes. us, tell us that you love us. If you disagree with us, tell us and we will argue the shit out of those tweets. <laughs> we want yes, to hear what you will. have to say. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate you Thank so you much. Guys. Have a wonderful night and stay tuned. And catch you all on the next episode of Reversionized. Bye. Yeah.